1: Faces a choice. This is Battleground America. Here's Terra Servatius.
0: Basically, all authoritarian regimes on Earth have worked the same way for the last century. In these countries, there's only one party, no other party is allowed. They're one party systems. And the intelligence agencies of these countries, they merge with the party. Until you can't tell where the party ends and the intelligence apparatus begins. This is what you're seeing happening in America. It's how every major authoritarian regime on earth is run and has been run. At least ever since Karl Marx wrote his manifesto and gave the left an operations guidebook. They always set up authoritarian regimes the same way. It's why in America... When it was run at least the old way, politicians would come up through city councils, county commissions, state legislative offices, then Congress, then maybe the Senate, then get elected president. But in Russia, they come up through the intel agencies. For almost the past 100 years, every leader Russia has had has come out of the intel agencies. From Cuba to China to Venezuela, the party has absolute power, which it enforces through its intelligence arms. The first joint operation by the Democrat Party, the CIA, and the FBI was the Russia collusion hoax. By September of 2016, as I've documented on this Battleground podcast exhaustively, you can go back just in the last few weeks and listen to episodes, the CIA and the FBI knew absolutely, with absolute certainty, there was no connection between Trump and Russia, and there was no collusion between Trump and Russia and that Hillary Clinton had made up the whole thing. CIA director told Barack Obama and Joe Biden as much in July 2016 when he warned them personally at the White House that the Russians knew Hillary had made it up and that it was fake. Yet they would run with it for the next three years, with former and current heads of the CIA and the FBI assuring the public, yeah, Russia collusion was real. That may have been their first joint political operation but it now appears that the merger between the democrat party and the fbi is much further along than even we realized to understand why as conservative treehouse does a good job of pointing out this morning although i've been pointing out for years you've got to go back to 2012 when FISA court judge rosemary collier began writing alarming reports she writes the same thing every year warning that the fbi is illegally using the nsa database To spy on Americans. That database was only ever supposed to be used to spy on foreign nationals. Not Americans. And it was only meant for bulk searches. It contains an unbelievable treasure trove. On all of us. Our emails. Our texts. Records of our phone calls. Who, when, and where we called. It was only ever supposed to be used to search broadly. With terms. Like, I don't know. Blow up a building. Think 9-11. And if any information came up that displayed in American's name or information, that was supposed to be masked. But Judge Collier found the FBI was doing the opposite. Each instance, and there were over 12,000 of them, that first year was a felony. The FBI, its contractors, or someone at the FBI, was using it as their own political research database, pulling people's names, not bothering to mask them, and then walking off with their personal information. Remember that year, 2012? Every year since then, Judge Collier has done the same report, and every year since then, Congress has completely ignored the vast law breaking by the FBI. But why is 2012 so significant? We found out last night on Tucker Carlson's show. That was the year the FBI moved an office into Perkins Coie, the Democrat Party's law firm, Hillary Clinton's law firm, the law firm, that helped the Democrat Party cook up the Russia collusion hoax. The law firm where Hillary Clinton's lawyer, Michael Sussman, works. Now, Sussman was just acquitted this week by a D.C. jury of lying to the FBI. Nobody disputes that he bought fake information purporting to show that Trump was colluding with the Russians to the FBI. That's not disputed in court. What they were arguing over is whether he lied to the FBI about working for Hillary or... When he brought it to them, the jury found him innocent. Again, not of lying about the Russian hoax. All that was real. He did lie about the Russian hoax. And he lied about it to the FBI for Hillary and the DNC. But what the jury found was he didn't deceive them by lying about whether he was working for Hillary and the DNC. But here's the crazy part. Again, remember, those vast number of illegal searches began in 2012. We now know that's the year the FBI moved an office into Perkins Coie and installed a workstation complete with a searchable FBI database. Again, what's the FBI database? It's the NSA database. Wait, do you hear who manned that database at Perkins Coie? It was none other than Michael Sussman, the lawyer for Hillary and the DNC. This would give Perkins Coie and the Democrat National Committee an ungodly amount of power to do opposition research, terrorize, maybe even blackmail their opponents. It makes an audio clip I've been playing for years make perfect sense because, as it turns out, Representative Maxine Waters, back in 2015, actually told the world the Democrats had this. Here she is. In this clip, she's talking about Barack Obama and the database the Democrat Party now has because he installed it the president has put in place an organization that contains the kind of database Mm -hmm. that no one has ever seen before in life that's going to be very very powerful good to know representative waters what's in that database again and that database will have information
1: about everything on every individual in ways that it's never been done
0: before. And whoever runs for president on the Democratic ticket have to deal with that. They're going to have to go down with that database and the concerns of those people uh, because they can't get around it. And he's been very smart. I mean, it's very powerful what he's leaving in place. That was back in 2016. Yesterday, Tucker Carlson broke the story on his show about, guess what, a database installed inside Perkins Coie. I might as well have installed it at Democrat Party's headquarters. Perkins Coie exists almost solely to serve the Democrat Party. Yet after a whistleblower tip and a query, Perkins Coie admitted the FBI did, in fact, install the database and a workstation and works inside Perkins Coie.
3: Congressman Matt Gates and Jim Jordan have just received a letter from Perkins Coie's attorneys. This show can report exclusively that in that letter, Perkins Coy admits the FBI has maintained a, quote, secure work environment within Perkins Coy offices for more than a decade, going back to 2012. What? According to the letter, quote, Perkins Coy is responsible to the FBI for maintaining the secure work environment. That workspace, whatever it is, is still in operation today. Ever heard of anything like this? No one we spoke to has. Matt Gates is the man who found this. He's a, of course, member of Congress from the state of Florida. He joins us tonight. Um, this is bizarre. Tell us what it is and what you think it means.
2: We got a report from a whistleblower that we confirmed through multiple admissions, including this letter, showing that the Democrat Party's law firm. The law firm that received $42 million from the Democratic Party has this co-located workspace that they operate in concert with the FBI. Why in the world would that be the case? Why would Christopher Ray allow it to continue? Then you also have to ask yourself why within the last 12 months was the person on behalf of Perkins Coy operating that, that work site, Michael Sussman himself? And we heard through this trial that you just referenced that the FBI believed Michael Sussman was lying to them in 2017 when he was shuttling false information about Trump into the intelligence process. And now we learned for four years after that lie, Michael Sussman was in fact operating this secure work environment. So what reason would there be for that? And what leverage would the Perkins law firm have over the FBI given this work they're doing together?
3: So I, I know that this story, to the extent they can, will be ignored by the media. And to the extent they can't ignore it, they'll say, well, this is just normal. There are good reasons for this. So you, you're an attorney. You serve with a lot of other attorneys. This is not normal, correct?
2: I have spoken to former federal prosecutors on the Judiciary Committee and throughout the country, and I have not heard any describe a relationship like this with a private law firm, and especially because Michael Sussman was an election lawyer. Why in the world would an election lawyer be operating this facility in this way? And our concern is that politically motivated dirt was being converted into politically motivated investigations. That's why Jim Jordan and I are making demands for answers on Christopher Ray immediately. And it's it's my hope, certainly, that we shut this facility down. The Democratic Party shouldn't have this special access, special portal to the FBI, especially knowing what we do now, that they were often trying to take this opposition research and then use that for law enforcement and counterintelligence purposes.
3: Yeah, you can't politicize the country's biggest law enforcement agency. I mean, that's completely third world. And you've borne the brunt of that, uh, as, as we both know.
0: Well, isn't that sweet? The Democrat Party and the FBI sharing office space sure makes doing coups together convenient, doesn't it? Because that's essentially what we learned this is in court this week from the Sussman trial. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Now, your liberal friends are probably saying, ha ha, Russia collusion's real Durham failed. But he may have failed at prosecuting Sussman. But in a weird way, I actually understand why the liberal jury let Sussman off. I'm probably the only one on our side who will say that. It wasn't a fair trial, of course, at all. Three of the jurors were Hillary donors. The judge, a Democrat appointee. Another juror was an AOC donor. And in D.C., the vote tends to go 90% for the Democrat. So what we learned from this case is in the future, justice is simply impossible to get in D.C. If you are doing anything to hurt a Democrat, they'll simply be found innocent no matter what they do. But in the bigger picture, I actually kind of get what the jury was doing here. They were nullifying this. Durham proved beyond a shadow of a doubt that Sussman broke the law. He showed Sussman's own text saying, no, I'm just bringing you this Trump is guilty of Russia collusion tip as a private citizen. Well, Durham was able to produce his billing, which went to Hillary and the DNC. He was absolutely working for them. But the donors on the jury said, no, we're not prosecuting. Okay, why might they say that? Well, if you look at what was presented, not by Durham, the special prosecutor who was appointed by Bill Barr, who's a Republican. No, no, no. If you look at what Sussman's attorney was arguing, you'll see the problem the jury faced. Why? They would want to know, would anyone want to prosecute Sussman for faking the Russia collusion narrative if the FBI was as deeply involved in it as Sussman was? Let me give you an example. Here's what the jury heard. The question at hand was, is Michael Sussman guilty of lying to the FBI about working for Hillary Clinton? But the defense strategy that Sussman's lawyers took was to show the FBI was as deeply involved in the fake coup as Sussman was. And it wasn't fair to send Sussman to prison when the FBI was deep in it. Let me give you an example of what that jury heard. It was devastating from the first day. When they bought in the FBI cyber agent to testify that the information Sussman had bought in was totally fake. Yeah, the Alpha Bank story. Trump was supposedly talking to Putin via a server through Alpha Bank that hooked up to Trump Tower. The FBI's own cyber team was able to tell it was fake right away. They told leadership that. What did leadership do? Well, Sussman's attorney presented that to the jury, too. They got excited. They knew it was fake, but they opened the investigation into Trump for Russia collusion anyway. It would be almost four months later that James Comey, head of the FBI, would go before Congress under oath and assure a committee that he had the evidence to investigate Trump for Russia collusion. He had no such thing. In fact, he knew the opposite was true. The evidence he had that Sussman had brought him was fake. Then the FBI would go many steps further, lying to its own agents, committing fraud to fool them. Let me tell you what the jury heard. And you could see why it might seem a little unfair to prosecute Sushman, but not the FBI agents. See, the FBI's own agents were immediately suspicious. They could tell the Russia collusion narrative was fake. And they started asking questions. They wanted to interview the source, but the FBI wouldn't let them, despite repeated requests to FBI leadership. When they got insistent on knowing the source, the FBI's leadership committed fraud. They produced a fake DOJ referral. What's a DOJ referral? Well, when the Department of Justice is prosecuting a case, sometimes they run into other crimes. They discover other crimes. So they'll refer them to the, to the FBI for investigation. Well, the FBI... Cooked up a fake DOJ referral to make it look like the Trump Alpha Bank Russia collusion evidence had come from the DOJ. It hadn't. It had come from Hillary. The problem is, they didn't just hose their own agents. Nope, they lied to the FISA court, too. That's a felony. The mainstream media might not have reported all of that, but that doesn't mean it wasn't presented in court. It was. And the jury heard it. And they likely asked the same question I would have asked. Again, why should Sussman go down for this? Shoot, it was the FBI that did the lying under oath in a felonious manner. It's possible, given that they're Hillary donors, that some of these jurors even saw Hillary and Sussman as the victim in an FBI coup to take out Trump, which is exactly what it was. And the jurors would have rightly asked, how in the world the FBI didn't know Sussman was Hillary and the Democrat National Committee's lawyer, his name was listed as their lawyer on the Democrat National Committee website. And if that wasn't enough, jurors saw the shocking news that Sussman, again, all the guy is, is an attorney for the DNC and Hillary. Sussman had a badge to get into the FBI building. Like he worked there along with a security clearance. So for a jury, any jury, even a biased jury like this one, It would be hard to believe the FBI didn't know Sussman was Hillary's lawyer and the DNC's lawyer because they background checked him for the badge. They security cleared him from the badge. There's no way they were innocent victims here. They were all in it together. What does this Sussman trial show us? Number one, the dual justice system is real and alive. It has replaced our justice system. It's malignant, like a cancer. And what it means is that justice is now absolutely impossible for conservatives and Republicans in the D.C. district. And conviction, impossible for anyone with the right, i.e. Democrat, political credentials in D.C. That system is lost, hopelessly. It's gone. It's so profoundly corrupt as to be useless. But the bigger takeaway from everything I've just told you is that the authoritarian regime style merger between the Democrat Party, the FBI, and yes, the CIA. Because remember, John Brennan knew, the former head of the CIA under Obama since 2016, that Russia collusion was fake. He even told Barack Obama and Joe Biden that, even wrote it in his own handwriting the summer of 2016. Yet he went on TV for three years straight telling us, that Trump was under the control of Russia. They're all in it together. They're merging. I bet if you looked, you'd find the same connections between the CIA and the Democrat Party you're seeing from the FBI. They're merging into one supra security state. And as I've said in previous podcasts, they're beginning to hunt us. Best example, the new office just opened inside the DOJ to go after parents who complain at school board meetings. That's really hurt liberals in the polls. So what does the party do? What it always does now. Six the FBI on their enemies. It's exactly what happens in authoritarian regimes. Is America one now?
1: Battleground America with Tara Servatius. Please subscribe on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Share with friends, family and other free thinkers.